Hi, all right, everybody. Welcome to the one where my name is Kyle. I'm your host. You knew that already because you clicked on this video, podcast, whatever you want to call it. And the uh, button today we've got Tashi. Hey. Hello. Hey. Oh, you're getting louder every week. I like this. <laughs> getting bolder. Yeah, we're gonna have you on camera by the by December time. Don't worry. <laughs> that sounds really weird. But like, okay, cool. Uh, we're gonna. We. Uh, well, am I gonna add that? No, I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna, I like making myself look a bit weird. Um, uh, on the on uh, in the hot seat today we got. Variety D, Dominique Variety D. Davis, how are you, girl? Yeah, like I say, my full name, and I remember I stole some sweets at Woolworths. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying my government name, no, I'm joking. When, uh, so when, when was that? When was the Woolworths debacle? Back in 1998 in Brixton. Oh, Because um, there was a Woolworths on Brixton High Street. Yes. Yes. Um, I was very hungry, a bit peckish, and I told my mum lies on the phone and say, with my 3210, and I said, um, I'm going to get some stationery. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. Now I'm all what did you, what was your pick and, what, what did you pick and mix? With I your... was picking all sorts. You know the white chocolate circle things with the the uh, the hundreds and thousands on top of them. Oh yeah. Grab a handful of those. Coca Colas, the cherry colas, mm. um, the teddy bears. Um, what was the other one? The bananas, the shrimps. Yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh my god, I feel like I should, we should restart. Well, I think we should like get rid of the sitcom stuff and just do a sweet review podcast instead. Can't do that, please. Not right now. I'm sorry for the diabetics who are listening right now. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fantastic. Well, thank you for coming on. Um, I've, I, I like, I, I've, I've always wanted to know this because uh, I think we've known, I think we've known about each other more longer than we've known each other. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. All things social media. That's it. Yeah. Um. So, have you? Are you genuinely the UK's first black disabled comedian? Yeah. Well, technically, I'm not the first. First, the one before me that represented disabilities and conditions was the late great Charlie Williams. Talking to the mic. So, to... Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Testing, testing. Okay. Yeah. So the one who first represented disability in just a slight segment was Sir Charlie Williams, um, mm. rest his soul, because um, he had Parkinson's disease and stuff. But this is after his successions, you know, after being knighted and stuff. Okay. Whilst with me, I'm not knighted. I haven't, you know, done my full one-woman show yet, and let alone been on, well, I've been on TV once, you know, on yeah. ITV yeah. last year, but not as much as him, you know, yet. So, <laughs> I, so technically, I am the first black British disabled comic so far because okay. even though disability has no color you add some color in it so like, ooh, oh my god oh wow and, uh, and you gotta remember i've been doing comedy since i was 16 years old mm. i'm 31 now i know help me no children yet what guy and i'm <laughs> like <laughs> you know so it's still there's still a lot more to be said and done mm. you know what i'm saying hopefully in my own lifetime so i can open doors for many others you know, no matter what disability, it could be physical, could be um, internal, you know, such as like autism or epilepsy like myself, you know, um, all those other things. Because, I mean, Paralympians, we, like, they can do it, you know. What about comedians? Agreed. Because when you look at shows like The Last Leg, it's just three white guys. And one of them's not disabled. Exactly. But they do need the token non-disabled. They do need a token non-disabled guy on that show. I did think Josh had hyperactive disorder, though. I did think that. Uh, no, he, do he doesn't. He's just got... Um, Josh has got... Um, He's just he's just quite a low energy quite a low energy guy and he's also he's also a parent who loves co who loves coffee. I'm, I listen to his podcast. What can I say? Oh, I've listened to, I've I say listen, no so much. I've listened to I've listened to almost every single episode of his of his podcast of yeah. um, the Parents and Hell podcast so, so far. So I got, I got to meet Alex Brooker in it. Oh. Um, yeah, at the um, it's it one of the studio. I don't think it's Pinewood. It was another one. And um, yeah, I got to meet him and he says, oh, you don't live too far from me. He lives in Croydon. Oh. I was like, you don't live in Croydon, you live in Surrey. Them nice parts. <laughs> now we have them Jaguars and Rovers. <laughs> Everything, ah. <laughs> My area, Thornton Heath, no, there's no ah. It's more like, mm-hmm. Mm. 
Mm. You see, mm. you ain't hear weed in it. Like mm. that's more for it. I I I I work in South I work in South London. Yeah. And I can't believe I'm saying this. I had my first Morley's the other week. My brother Holloway, what's your heritage? Caribbean and Irish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So have you had a Guinness punch yet? Yeah, but I don't drink anymore. Oh Jesus. <sighs> okay, so my heritage is British, Guyanese, Jamaican. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. Nice. Yeah. Question, what was it like filming the ITV show? It was, no, so you know what? It was like... Do you, shout, do, you, do you want to shout it out, first of all? What? I do. So the show was called um, Sorry I Didn't Know. Mm-hmm. I was on season three. It's been going on for a couple of years. Um, hosted by Jimmy Akimbola. Um, award-nominated uh, actor, writer, uh, producer. Um, I've known Jimmy for, for many, many years. Um, I remember before meeting him there, I saw him at, yeah, I saw him at the British Academy event, which is the BAFTAs. Then before that, Hollywood, and we are just jamming and just chilling near Sunset Boulevard. If you don't know about Sunset Boulevard, it's where, you know, the, com- the original comedy store is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a lot of these cafes and swanky bars like around there. Um, and yeah, like I was really, it was really nice to be invited to that show mm. and like to see some of my old friends like Eddie Caddy, like, cause you remember, like I said, I've been in the game for 15 years. I know about so Eddie Caddy. To see, to see Eddie Caddy and Chizzy, like, you know, who's the actress from, um, was it, I think it was Casualty or Hobie, one yeah. of those. Um, and um, who else is there? Sean Wallace, um, mm-hmm. who knows my uncle from back in the day. Um, because himself, my uncle and Ian Wright used to play football down at Larko Park, representing South London, bam, bam. Yeah, so um, it, it's just like, and then the makeup artist is also my cousin, um, Claire Ann Williams. So wow. even, even behind the scenes, I'm knowing bare people. Um, even one of the other um, executive, executive producers, um, Fraser um, A's, I hope I pronounced your name right, who's Jimmy's right-hand man. I've known him for years too. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So walking in there, it was all like, oh, hello, you're right. Mwah, you're, how's your mom? You're right. Yeah, how's your fish? Yeah, yeah, you're all right. And you're, Long time, but why are you grown? Like, it's literally. <laughs> so it's just, it's just that madness over there where, like, my heart could have stopped beating. I did shed a little tear mm. when I got to the studio after being all doled up. And it's just like, rah, I'm here. Like, I'm, like, I remember. There has been people, including comics and promoters, who said you'll never make it. And um, then, <laughs> nah, look at that. But now look at you now. Yep. I've got a credential. Major. Yes. You so, what so what was it like filming? Like, that's um, what I really want to know. It took, it took about three and a half hours to film that whole thing, you know? Even oh, wow. though the show was, what, 30, 20, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah, 25, 30 minutes if you don't take, if you take away the adverts. Yeah. So then I'm like, they cut some bits out as well because I was going in like with the answers. What you? What you going in? You you? I was like, wow, really? I you said, surprised me, Dominic. You 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 surprise, you going in? in the wow, of black. yeah, never. Where, <laughs> you know, I you seem so calm and quiet and 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 and, um, and reserved. What? Sorry, how do you spell reserve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, it was serve. Yeah. But the thing is, I was trying to serve some uh, some smarty smarts mm. um, because even facing the Dark Destroyer, aka Sean Wallace mm-hmm. from the chase, I was like, listen, I better get some answers on this final round. Because even though, if, if anyone hasn't seen it, spoiler alert, um, he did beat me um, to the punch. <laughs> hey! Um, and then there was times where my captain, Eddie Caddy, um, didn't listen to me on a certain game. Um, I forgot what the actual round was called, but what's the tallest building? Mm. You know, what country has the tallest building? And it was with the pyramids, so Egypt. 
And imagine, I came from Egypt, like traveled there not so long ago before the gig and well, the show, and um, he didn't listen to me. Oh. So I was like, mm, I got vexed. And the thing is, <laughs> I was saying some stuff in there and ITV cut it off. They edited it. I was like, nah, nah, nah. You, know, you, you guys, half of them were saying, why did you do that? The other half was like, ah, thank Lord. Thank, mm. thank you, Jesus, for these post productions. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> that could have got very hairy in Because they were saying, beep, 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 the beep, beep. <laughs> I would pay to see. I would pay good money to see that cut of the show. No, but could you imagine though? Yeah, yeah. We, we apologize on the independent television like, <laughs> for, for Variety's mess. IT, ITV <laughs> release the Variety D cut, please. Forget the Snyder cut. Release the Variety D cut. Of Listen, show. even me and Jimmy were bashing joke here about like LA, and they cut that out. I don't think it worked. What we did it. We didn't do nothing bad. We just busting good what we saw like outside the window. We're like, yeah, we're having a cup of tea and eating snacks, and like we saw some madness. Like it's Hollywood. Like <laughs> exactly, Hollywood's a bit like Hackney, just stretched. Just like cool. yeah, that's what it is. You're right, actually. To be fair, it really is. Um, but yeah, it's just it was just amazing just being there. Like I said, because it felt like reuniting with your family. Um, and yeah, there were some new faces that um, I haven't met before, or some I have reunited with. Um, Jack um, Berry, yeah, Jack Berry, yeah, he was um, in my team as well. And I was like, I remember you. And he remembered, oh yes, from that gig. So it also made me reflect on myself and say, you've done so many gigs to the point where mm. people are remembering you now. Mm. You know, so like even since my brain operation a few years ago, I have like forgotten certain faces and stuff. But when we get communicating and start chatting, going, oh yeah, you're that place where it smelled like blah, blah, blah. And it will be so <laughs> random how I remember the person. <laughs> So, can we talk about the brain operation? Or is yeah, it... yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I've never actually asked you this. What was it for specifically? So... Was it or was did the epilepsy come first or was that? Yeah, it's that chicken of... and the edge question, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. chicken and the edge question. Yes, epilepsy did come first. Okay. Um, I'm so like I say on stage, I'm like Harry Potter but opposite. I'm black. I'm a female. I have a scar inside the brain, not outside the brain. I don't do magic because I've been called Juju. <laughs> um, I can't fly no brooms, but I do sweep with the broom. I was my mum will um, get you know. Or when you're married, you'll jump the broom. Uh, yes. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I've been having it since I was a little baby, and as I got older, obviously the brain as a muscle. Um, it changes, it adapts. Mm. Um, so what's happened back in 2020, so early 2020, I had a tonic clonic seizure. Now, mostly my epilepsy is called complex partial, which is where I'll literally stop and freeze, I'll speak gobbledygook and bite my tongue. This time around, it didn't happen. In my mum's house, I actually dropped on the floor, turned blue, and then my mum had to literally get me back to earth otherwise i would have been dead um not to tell the tale so went to hospital to neuro neurological team and they did a mri scan mm. and um the eeg so they saw the scar getting bigger and it could have turned to a tumor so hence the reason i had to have the operation so i got the operation done and it was at the lovely um harley street hospital oh yes you know the reason why well, two reasons. One, because the professor has known me for, for years since I was like this young. And secondly, um, he has his own private sector. So instead of me being in King's College Hospital, love you guys, ain't gonna lie. Um, shout out Campbell. Um, <laughs> I, I got transported there to his private wing. And I tell you, they get your two 
pillows, duck feathered, thick quilts mm. <laughs> that we need right now during these um, hard times, cost of living. Yes. Um, nurses and doctors looking like porn stars. <laughs> you got the doctor, not a professor though, but a doctor, you know, the male ones, looking like action man, that, mm. that chiseled jaw, Buzz Lightyear, and the nurses with big pillows of themselves. You know, I'm just thinking, this is a porn movie I'm in. <laughs> porn movie waiting to happen. You know what I mean? It's either I'm going to be in a porn orgy theme and die, or something else is going on here. This, this is a, either way, a you're gonna, either way, you're going to be happy. Right? Uh, that's right. There you Hallelujah. go. Hallelujah. And then, and then two weeks later, after my um, radio therapy, and I could, you know, um, I could speak, I could, you know, grip things, you mm. know, with my hands. <laughs> grip things, that sounds wrong. Um, yeah, I could rip them too. Um, but... Uh, they had to transport me to King's Cross Hospital and I was like, oh. Because <laughs> the food they give you, it's like delicacy and it's things that you cannot pronounce but they taste, mmm, yum, yeah. Mm. King's Cross now, not hating on NHS. NHS, I love you, but blue curtains coming in three, four o'clock in the morning. Come, it's blood pressure time, yeah, oh. yeah, rap, rap. I'm like, oh my God, man, <laughs> I'm sleeping. Like, <laughs> you know, oh. big difference, big difference. But like I said, I'm glad to be alive to tell the tale and mm. literally um, still become a disabled advocate and still do what I enjoy, mm. which is stand-up comedy. Well, right now we're sitting down doing comedy. Yeah, but you know? still at the same time. So bottom feels good. So speaking of stand-up comedy, like, um, the person that we're well, the sitcom that we're going to be talking about today mm -hmm. um, wouldn't have happened if this person hadn't gone on Death, Death Jam. Comedy Jam. Death Comedy yes, Jam, exactly. Because um, Martin Lawrence mm -hmm. was the main host of Death Comedy Jam at he one point. He was with pure energy. Uh, hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Even to the point where one time he took a t shirt off and I was like, why are you walking like you got diapers on? Like, Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember, hold on, what year were you born? I was born in 91. Right, same thing here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 91 baby as well. I imagine I'm watching that on video. Same. With my older cousin. Same. My stepdad, the aggressive soul, we passed. Is it just something um, that like South London people where they have to show, where they have to show their yeah, cousins? Yeah, when you're from the South, you have to do that. I mean, especially with me, because my family yeah. are from New York. Yeah. You know, they're from Flatbush. You see what I'm saying? So not too far from like Brooklyn, Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, I say not too far, but for them, it's not too far for us. Mm. Just like M25. But yeah. <laughs> it's just like, nevertheless, Comedy, especially on that level, yeah, East Coast, especially when you got people like Martin Lawrence, you can take the Mickey out of the Bloods and the Crips. Like I, when I was younger, I tried to take Mickey out of like some gangs in this country, you know, like PDC and Gypset and, and um, T Block. Please, uh, please don't, please don't cry. Pray, um, pray day strange. Uh, Poverty driven children. Well, yeah, that's the one. But you got to remember the history got behind them. We got Jar Jar Sauce. Yeah, we got Naja. Happy belated birthday. Yeah. Um, you know, but you got to remember though, what I love about, especially those guys we just mentioned in particular, mm -hmm. is that they can laugh at themselves and live another day. Yeah. Whilst the young ones who just be begun to be gangster, they're like, oh, hey, you can't say that, I'll shank you. And this happened at Sunday show, back where Moda Comedian used to host it and Adar and- um, And Ed Sheeran turned up occasionally. Yes, he did. And yeah. I did a show with Ed Sheeran as well, back in um, Lyric Hampson before, I think it was a, a week before he got signed, mm -hmm. um, with Warner Music Group, I think it was. And, um, yeah, we were just having fun, but it was just the fact that you could look and go, we are a decade or two decades behind the United States, mm. especially as black people, because we can't laugh at ourselves. I mean, even women, because you've got to remember, hey, I'm, you know, fairer skinned and stuff. I can't talk about weave. The dark skinned woman can talk about weave mm. or if it's bad or if it was shady, if it was nice. She can do that. I can't. 
because they'd be like, oh, because you think it's too nice, typical lighty, yeah, 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 yeah. you got to remember this is back in the noughties, mm. you know? Um, it's, it's just like, if we can't laugh at ourselves, we're not moving forward. We're just going around the Mario bush. And I think that was what was quite good about, well, when Martin Lawrence was at least hosting Death, mm. Death Comedy Jam, he would take the piss out of everybody. Everyone. If you were in the Everyone. audience, you were on. You were in. You were. Um, you were fair game. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't matter if you were like a, um, some nerdy guy yeah. or if you were Suge Knight. You were getting. Yeah, because he will point at the balcony. Yeah. For the special guests. Yeah. He'll, he'll pick them up and say, "Hey, look here, so and so. Here's um Wu Tang Clan. Like <laughs> you know, why are they Wu Tang Clan? None of you guys are Asian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he'll literally say that. motherfuckers are Asian, man. Where, where's your dragon? You know, like literally, he'll say something <laughs> like that. Any of our motherfuckers are Asian. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But nowadays, people, I won't say everyone, but mm. there are people getting too soft now. There's too much of this, oh, you belong here. Mm. You better just stay there. We got over here. You can only say that. Um, I'll give you a classic example. Um, years ago, I remember looking for my friends at the Pizza Express. I remember there's two Pizza Expresses in Soho. Um, there's one that has a jazz sort of cafe. Yeah, you know, I know And that the one. other one that's just... Pizza Express. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I asked um, this gay guy, yeah, and he looks like he had the leather jacket, like the old 70s, 80s mm. gay coat and the hat, the moustache, everything going on, yeah. And um, I asked him, oh, do you know where the um, the jazzy Pizza Express is? And he's like, hang on, love. And I'm like, oh, you're a good thing you blow that. <laughs> and then um, he says, okay, what you got to do, right, you got to go over there, Take a left bend and you'll find it right there. It's all jazzy, right? Okay, just take a left bend there. I said, left bend, yeah? You don't bend right either. So then we're having a good banter, yeah? This other young star come out. I know, after he just came out of the closet five minutes, yeah? He's like, you can't say that. You can't say that. You know, he had head and fringe and stuff. He's like this blonde sort of 90s cut. Oof. And then we're looking at him. We're looking at each other. And he's like, hang on, hold on, love. <sighs> Throws a cigarette on the floor and he goes... Oi, see you. Look, listen, yeah, you twinkie. Look, I'll cut. you're going to be mine. You say anything ever again. Three, two, what? Yeah, you run, run. I'll say about that, love. No, 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 no. So it goes to show that even there's generations, that the mindset, no matter if you're gay or straight, is so different, mm. you know, that having a laugh. Because that that young one came out of nowhere. I think you're probably a bit intoxicated. But nevertheless, it's like, how dare you say that? Because I'm a black woman. you got to remember the history of what, Stonewell? Black women supported gay community as well, you know. If mm. you look at the old pictures of London and New York, there's a lot of black women that were there. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Not just there for fashion, you know. They're there to, like, fight a good cause, Yeah, you know, um, for freedom. So it was, like, it was, just, it was horrible looking back on that youngster because that youngster could have just spoken to us and had a bit of banter yeah. rather than just saying, you can't say that. Yeah, I'm thinking, where's your little piece of fringe? Move. Like... <laughs> I'm trying to remember how we started this. No, no, wait, it's because... <laughs> oh, yeah, because of my... Yes, exactly. Because so, so my Lawrence, yeah. he didn't care if you were gay, straight, black, white, Asian, all that kind of stuff. You're there, they've come to have a laugh. And even Russell Simmons, the one of the founders of... Well, yeah, you know, he him, is the founder. Himself and Stan, I've forgotten his name. Um, his daughter's a wonderful actress. Um, they're the founders who made it happen. Yeah. You know? And that's what I'm saying. It goes back to what we're 10, 20 years behind them. Mm -hmm. So with Martin Lawrence doing that, and he got to go on, what is it, House, uh, house, party. house party, he was still himself yes, being that was. character. He was. Still made people laugh with Kid and Play. Yeah. You know? Um, and the jump off from those things that 
Well, well the jump off from there yeah. was the show. Martin. Martin. Yeah. Oh, you, you know the whole song? Martin. That's it. That's Martin. That, that voice? Yeah. yeah. How, How you doing? Martin. Martin. That's. He's so crazy. It's that, a, <laughs> it's a, and it, I've got to say, it's a show that really utilizes talents. Yeah. Because um, it was just wild out there and it allowed him to be very out an outlandish, an outlandish character. Yeah. Or it allowed him to be the character that we saw on stage. Yeah. But in a. In a in, in a, 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 in a, in a set in a real life setting, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's sort of different light because its competitor was the Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, and it's just really weird that because both Martin and Willard um got <laughs> to start in Bad Boys. Yes, they did. So they, did, they didn't fight each other. They said, you know what, let's work with each other. All right, you get paid, I get paid. Well, hey, but, fun, but you know, uh, Martin Lawrence got he got top bidding in Bad Boys because he mm. was a bigger star, and yeah. also he got cast first. Yes. Because Will Smith was kind of uh, not exactly an unknown, no. but he wasn't. He, he hadn't been in much else before, other than the Fresh Prince. Yeah, because he he's more. Music, he was the first rapper to win a Grammy, wasn't he? Um, yeah, Fresh Prince. The oh, what's the full name? Um, uh, Fresh Prince and Jazz Jeff. Death, thank you very much. Yes. yes. So it was them two. Yeah. You know, so that's what he was currently known for at the time. Yeah. So other than the music, Fresh Prince, then the acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with Martin, it was literally just a jump off from the stage persona onto onto the screen, and he. I, I didn't realize yeah. that. Oh, I forgot. I should say that there are so many great people in this show. Like you got um, Tisha Campbell, yeah, obviously, or Tisha well, who formerly Tisha Campbell mine, but I think now she's back to Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Um, Tishina Arnold. Yep. Oh, one of my favorites. Yep. I loved her on um, Big Mama's House, which is also Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. My, no, that was. Wait, was that no? That was Neil Long. No, no, no. Tisha. Um. So the other one. Uh. Say her name again. Not Tisha Campbell, but the other one. Tishina Arnold. Yeah. Right. She remember she was the one who gave birth to the baby, and oh, then um, yeah. Big Mum was like, uh, "I must be here in a minute." And yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Of course. Pass me that. Um. That something. Something. <laughs> you know. Everybody breathe. Scream. Yeah. You know. Oh my God! Really? I. I remember the husband that played the one who played the father of the baby. Yeah. Was the big guy from uh, Blackish. Well, you mean Anthony Anderson. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know. I knew that. I knew that much because yeah. he was doing the. He was the guy from the dojo. Yeah. And he was also the robber, the burglar in barbershop. But yeah, but we're, get, we're getting off. But like, we're, but that's we're, what I'm saying. I'm glad you mentioned those. Yeah. Those are um, uh, what's called honorable mentions, cause just, just to show how the United States works. Yes, compared to here. Compared to here. That's right. That we are trying, but it's just some. There's something about here that's going no. Hmm. Well, you can blame the establishment or you can blame ourselves. It's both. Because mm. we have crab and barrel mentality and we need to stop that. I agree. You see, we don't have our own union yet when we could. Um, I think once upon a time there was, but I think that generation just mm. says, stuff it, we, we give up now. You mm. know? So, yeah, it's different. So all those movies we're mentioning is for a purpose because the Martin Lawrence show got so many gems. It did. As a cast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Garrett Morris in there. Yeah, as Stan, like fantastic, like oh, just legend. fantastic dude. Um, he, everyone in there really does. Everyone in there does really, really well. Yeah. Um, I've got a few issues with Martin with the show with the show itself though. Oh, uh, not the character when he's dressed as um, is it Shanene? Yeah, 
Like, and I like Shanae. Here's the thing: I like the character, mm-hmm. right? And I like the and I like the fact and I like the and I like it. He plays his mom as well. He does. However, it <laughs> kind for me. Do you how? What do you think of the theory that you when you're black in America, and if you're black and black and fat, well, black and fat, black and a comedian especially. Mm. What do you think of the theory that at some point you're gonna have to put on a dress? Um, well, that all started back in the uh, the Shetland Circuit, didn't it? Yeah. Um, if I pronounce that properly. Um, Shetland Circuit, yeah. Yeah, I said SH, didn't I? Shame. <laughs> ha! Cool beatings. So, Same um, thing, though. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, if you go back to, um, oh, what's the brother's name now? And he, he really did a female characteristic so well. Um, I've forgotten this guy's name. If anyone can look it up, in the 60s, 70s, there was another black man who portrayed black women in his comedy uh, stuff. But it's been going on for years, generations. Oh, I I know. I know it has. So with that being said, no, you don't have to dress as a woman, not anymore. But back then, if you want to stand out from the rest, Mm -hmm. then it's probably a yes. I say 75 to 95% yes, Mm -hmm. you would have to. You see, for me, it's an emasculation thing. So I'm looking at it as okay, we've got a black, we've got a big black guy on it, we've got a big black star here, right? Mm -hmm. But we can't have him be a masculine Mm. black star. We can't have him be a masculine black star. Yeah. Right. So we're gonna put you in a dress to make you more to make people know that you're you're still malleable. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, I'm still trying to think of the guy I was talking about. It's, it's something Wilson. Um, I've forgotten his name, but yeah. Um uh, Trip Wil- is it Trip Wilson? Trip yeah. Flip Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson! Yes! We got yes. there eventually. Flip Wilson, there you go. See, remember that's Black History Month next month, you know, in America. Yes. Like we <laughs> we gotta get this right to make sure their cousins know that mm. we <laughs> we know his stuff. Um so um yeah, Flip Wilson. And then you go forward in time to like Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. Yeah. You know, portraying black women, especially big black women or their skinny that's an, ones. And, and see, that's another thing. Even though Shanae is a skinny black, a skinny yeah, black skinny woman. one. But, but she's got attitude, all yes. that and and the bangles and the you know. Um, but that's that's what a lot of and not only is that she's a dark she's a dark skinned black woman. Ah, so the only yeah. uh, so the only dark skinned black woman on the show mm-hmm. is well Sheena Arnold's kind of dark skinned. But listen, uh, there's all different types of black. It's, it's like Capuchino. I, I know, but you know, dark skinned black. The only dark skinned black woman on the show is portrayed by male. True, because uh, I was going to make a good point. I'm saying you see this table here. This table's brown, isn't it? But yeah. we're both kind of lighter than this one. You're, that's it. You're a bit more lighter. I'm very much lighter. I'm lighter than you, definitely. You're the colour of when I was as a baby. No, kind of <laughs> like I, I was. I was born blue like a Smurf. Cause I didn't breathe. Um, but yeah, <laughs> nevertheless, um, there's diff- different type of shades like Crayola. Yeah. So, but yes, having a dark skinned woman or a dark skinned man portraying a black woman. Yeah. It is a sort of. Uh, problem. It is a problem, and I'm thinking back. I wonder if Spike Lee ever said anything because oh, remember he, he this is the era did. when Spike Lee was releasing these iconic movies. Ironically, you know, do the right thing is on the on on Martin and um, Gina's wall. The poster. It is. Yeah. You see, so it's like, raw I wonder if like Spike said anything or Lawrence Fishburne said anything. Angela Bassett. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Wesley Snipes. You know. Um, I have a feel. I reckon that Spike would have said something. Yeah. 
Um, because I know he's not afraid. No, he wasn't, and because uh, I know he definitely said something when Big Mama's house came out. Yes, he did. Yes, um, um, I met Spike Lee by the way. He's a very short guy. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I was like, mine's off to here. I was like, mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like this guy was the one who made them things. Like, yeah. But yeah, it's a good show. But mm. I do think that there is, a, I think there's a lot of questionable things that went, there's a lot of questionable things about the show. Um, like, for example, the whole issue with him and Tisha Campbell. Yes, because I was thinking of that earlier um, before we started the podcast. I was like, oh, are we going to mention like Tisha and Martin? Of course. Woo! Because she was still on. Because for those that don't know, there was allegations made by Tisha Campbell. There was where she said that Martin Lawrence was verbally and physically abusive towards mm. her. Yeah, that's what I can remember. I don't know if there's anything else, mm. um, but it resulted in her getting a restraining order against him. Yeah, and she, um, well, she still was contracted to do the show. Yeah, so she had to do the show, but. She had to continue. She had to continue with the show, but her, she had it in her contract that he mm. couldn't be, a, she, he couldn't be, he couldn't approach her and, and he couldn't approach her at all. Yeah, even during the breaks. Exactly. Yeah. So whilst they'd be filming at the same, whilst they'd be filming at the same time, towards the later series is mm. around about series three, series three, four? series four, on, yeah. so, to, series four to the end of series five, mm. um, they couldn't be, and they were not allowed to be in the same room mm. at all to get, uh, together. Yeah, um, man. I mean, I'm wondering, was Tisha still, was she with Dwayne at the time? Dwayne Martin? Yeah, she, well, no, she made, I think she was dating Dwayne Martin. She was dating But him. she wasn't married to Dwayne Martin yeah, at the time. Dwayne, he was in the industry as yeah. well around the same time because he was featured in that uh, Boys to Men video. Yeah. If I remember I which song, it wasn't End of the Road, it was another song later, another lovely song. I remember him in there. Um, and yeah, it's just like, See what I'm saying? Looking back on that, and then I bring it back home. Let's bring it back home for a hot second there. So we're familiar with a man called Lenworth Henry, right? AKA Lenworth Henry. Lenny Henry, right? Yeah. Now remember, this is a time when he did his comedy um, stuff. He was the first black man since, again, so Charlie Williams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did his comedy stuff, the Lenny Henry show, the yeah. original one. The Le and he... Yeah, that, oh no, that was... Wait, hold on a sec. What? I think... In the, 90s. I think I, in the 90s, it was Chef. In the 90s, Ooh, so 1992. So in the 80s, he did his one then, his first one. His first one would have been, no, I think his first TV role would have been Chef. Actually, yeah. his second, because he was doing the Black and White Minstrel show. He was. And then he did, and I think then he did Chef. And then later on, he got the Lenny Henry show, then it got revived in the... In the I was just going to say, I know it came back twice, because yeah. Gene was in the, in the latter day one. Yes. Big up Gina. Um, but yeah, um, Lenny was dressed as a woman a couple of occasions. I know. You see what I'm saying? But no one really complains. I mean, yeah, it may, if you look at South London Press back then, then yeah, or the Voice newspaper. Yeah. yeah it might be a few, uh, uh, ooh, like, why are you doing this for? You know? But it wasn't that big, because, like, the way they do it in the States. Yeah. We'd have, like, the New York Times and they have it on the, you know, Washington Post. Mm. You know, let alone um, BET News. Yeah. Remember, over here, we don't have a BET. We have BBC. Yeah. Like, and that don't mean no black British company. That's not, that's not how it works. Um, So... It was really different, you know. That's why I'm saying, like, even now, 2023, mm. we're looking back 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not much has changed, has it? No, but I also kind of like. Well, I I can't really. I know we're bringing up the cross-dressing again, but like, I do also say I do also question. Right. All right. So why is it okay for just white people to do this? Is it? Or, hey, so yeah. Mrs. Brown boys. So, yeah. Pardon. Mrs. Brown boys. Yeah. 
So, or Mrs. Doubtfire or anything, or anything like yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. that's, uh, or pantomime dames. Mm. So why is it okay for white people to do it and why can't black people do it too? Because it's just, um, it all goes back to the, you know, I have to say it, go back to slavery, you know? Yeah. Um, when a black man got demasculated, got beaten, got sexually abused in front of his own family because um, he said, no, he doesn't want to cut more, do more cotton, doesn't want to do nothing for the slave master. Mm. It's so many you can like, dissect yeah uh then you got a jim crow law if you go forward a bit more decades later um then you have you know police brutality mm -hmm. you know if a white man steals some sweets from Woolworths, <laughs> he just gets slapping hand black man does it and get bruck off and you to get be fair, to be fan. fair Woolworths doesn't exist anymore so well, you... it does i'm using that example though that's why just just in case they don't sue us so um <laughs> woolies um <laughs> So it's like those examples there. It's how you're being treated. There's no, there's no balance That's to true. it, um, and it's such a shame it's still happening now. Mm. Um, like currently, there's been a black man that's been killed by black officers. Yes, in I America, know. I know that one was just like whoa. That is way beyond um, what was it when Martin mentioned um, the Jam, um, um Rodney King. Yeah, Rodney King Jr. Uh, I think his name is yeah, Rodney King Jr. Yeah, um, got beaten by the police and got caught on JVC camera. Remember the big camcorders back then? Now we've got mobile phones mm -hmm. and it's still it's still happening. I know. You know, it's like some of them don't have no human no human no humanity. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, no for humanity. that word. Yeah, humanity. Um and it's just crazy that like, as I'm saying, over here it's either we're playing safe or we scared to break the glass ceiling mm. or both or we're not or we're not allowed to break the glass ceiling who says we're not allowed though i'm not not allowed but it's way more difficult to break the glass ceiling it is of course it's hard. It's challenge but that's i love a challenge that's why genie yesterday went to the states that's exactly why that's why i said big it. up genie yesterday because she was one who even said to me i'm going to the states here for this reason yeah i yeah. want to go there and look how much she's she's done like she's got her own comedy sitcom i think what's your name bob hart's it's, it's fantastic i know i've seen and every episode the fact that she also, it's like a, a queen ambassador for the LGBTQIAP community. Um, you know, look how far she's come. I know. But you know what? What the best about her is that she's still herself. She's still the Gina that we remember mm. here in London. When she come back to London, she's still the same Gina. You know, um, we do have comedians that have gone to the United States and just changed completely, especially black comics. And it's just like, yeah, you know what? Mm. Cool. Come back when we, we when we remember you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of remembering, if you had to remake Martin, Ooh. if you had to remake it, and I love doing this question because like there is everyone finds it really difficult. Yeah. If you had to remake it, and say they they've given you like twenty million, twenty, well, yeah, twenty million because it costs around about a million to make a studio audience sitcom, right? Are you saying back then or now? I'm talking about now. It's oh like, it, co it, costs a, it costs a it costs a million to make. Um, how would you do it and what would you do? You have no choice. You've got to do it. Well, um, uh, definitely add a white friend in there. Um, I'll add a Latino as well. Um, I'll definitely have a woman who actually dresses like a man. So the reason why I'm saying that, because I'm thinking of that so Raven. So Raven Simone yeah. had characteristics where she dressed like a man. Yes, she did. And for certain situations. I remember that. Um, so I'll turn things around. Cause she played her uncle at some point. She did. That was a. And she I'm played. Glad. She played the baby. She played the baby. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad you remember that. 
Yeah, of course so, they do. Um, so yeah, that means your family were very rich. They put it there for cable. That's good. Uh, no, I was at a friend's house. <laughs> He's just saying that just in case he gets chased on road. So anyway, yeah. Um, here, hold up. He smells rich. So, um, we. <laughs> but yeah, since when did Lynx Africa smell just, rich? <laughs> really? I yeah. thought that's a Lynx Africa. Yeah. You got Lynx jewelry, man. So we stop lying. Let me. Jeez. <laughs> Um, but no, I'll literally swap roles. I think that's the only safest, quickest way you could do it. Why do you say safest? Why do you want to play safe? Nah, because, no, just in case people love, because you know people are complaining on social media. Because remember, back when Martin came out, there was no social media. That's true. Like, or like over here, like when we had our sitcoms, it was talked to Satay Wogan, the Crescent Soul. Yeah. You know, uh, point of view. Yeah. We didn't, uh, and even half the time, mostly middle class, upper class tops going, oh, I don't like this one. The duration was too long. I was waiting for my EastEnders. And yeah, 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 yeah. Last of some red wine. You know, it's like, it's, it's them people, innit? Uh, but now, Twitter, oh, that bird is so quick, quick and sonic. Um, you know, so we've got all those things to, to take into consideration. Mm. But the main thing is we can't please everybody. That's the main thing we've got to always uh, think of when it comes to producing something or, yeah. like I said, redoing something. You can't please everyone. It's about what's funny and the goal is, can it can it continue? Can we continue this? Mm. What, what's the story behind this character or these two characters? Why do they clash? Mm. Um, have a special, you know what I'm saying, with like special guests yeah. on there. Um, what, would, what would Martin be doing? Um... I think Martin will be working on radio. Working on radio. Okay, so he's gone from he's gone no. from doing TV. No, no stuff that, stuff that, stuff TV and radio podcast. Okay, <clears throat> he's working on a podcast. Okay, Martin has a podcast. He'll be speaking the truth, but the truth will be so deep here yeah, that he's actually snitching on people. Like, okay. <laughs> so he'll be talking about the Bloods and the Crips, where <laughs> they were last night, who was drinking Kool Aid, what <laughs> what flavor, <laughs> what what Tim's got stolen, what Doctor Martins. Like <laughs> he'll go. <laughs> He'll go ham. Like, you know how he's like? He's so yeah. fast. And then when the, when the episode's there, he's like, oh no, did I say that? I think they know where I live. Ah, I've got to stay at Mama's. You know, like, he's just, I... Would he still be doing the Shanana character and the, and the mom character? That's what I'm saying. Now, I think it should be swapped with a with females playing a male. So, Shanana should be a bloke called Shannon. You know what I mean? Yeah, just... Yeah, so, but played by a woman, a drag king. Okay. Or a well-known, award-winning drag king or something. And his mother or grandmother should be played by a woman playing a grandfather. Okay. Yeah, I think that would probably work. But who would play that, though? Probably Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg, probably. Possibly. Are we keeping Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold? Yes. However, oh my, that's a hard one, because Tisha Arnold, um, her character was very... A B W, um, angry black woman. Yeah, all the time, eyebrows up here like this. But then that was the nineties, wasn't it? So yeah, I think they'll calm down these days. They'll be tattooed, you know. Yeah, tattooed on. Probably looking scouser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from Brookside to Blackside. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> that's a hard one. Wow. I know. That's why I ask it. Because <laughs> because goes back to what I said though. You can't please everyone. Yeah. You know. Um. Wow. But then again, are the American audience like us? Because even though we have things, there are things like Black Twitter, it's mostly American, ain't it? They started from them. We didn't have a Black Twitter here. We didn't start it. Mm. We have our own, but it's not being heard as much as theirs mm -hmm. across the Atlantic. So, 
Um, yeah, it's a tough one. However, ah, here's another thing. Make sure all episodes are what people will be talking about so it could continue, mm-hmm. no matter if it's good or bad or ugly. Because comedy's not meant to be beautiful. It's meant to be grotesque. It's meant to be something that stands out and make be memorable. Yeah. You know? Um, that's why my stand-up is, is so different. It's so risque and unpredictable. You know, when variety is in the building, you don't know what she's going to say next because I don't write my right. material. You're damn right. You, you see, you witnessed it. I, yeah, I've, wit- I've witnessed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And it could be old people in the audience. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, do you guys been uh, doing some stuff last night? Yeah, scramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say, you know? Um, so it's just, you just got to think along the lines of that. As someone who's an executive or a producer or something, make it memorable. Okay. But don't make it disheartening until people be like, take this off our screen now, ah, you know. So you um, want to make, so you want to make it. So swap roles. You want okay, so you want them to swap roles. Yeah. Ah, you want them to swap roles, so his name is no longer going to be Shanae, it's going to be Sean. Sh- it's going to be Sean Sean. Sean. You know what Sean. I mean? Yeah. Sean, yeah. <laughs> Shannon. Sean Sean. <laughs> Homeboy, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's but it's a woman dressed as a man. Okay. All right. You know what that, I'm saying? That's it. That's good. Um, Same as Grandpapa. You know? Oh. That's yeah, why okay. I said Whoopi Goldberg should play Grandpapa. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Well, we'll try and get. We'll try and make that happen. Because I see Martin in Whoopi. You know what I'm saying? I see Whoopi in, in Martin. Does that make sense? Mm. <laughs> I'll try and make that I happen. know Whoopi's going to be hearing this and, and her daughter, Alex. I'm so sorry. But please, <laughs> did, did, listen, I could, I could picture this. I, 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 bet, I bet her it is. I'm like going, bro. I'm not making this up. <laughs> oh Jesus, man! It's been an absolute pleasure like having you on. No, tonight. thank you for having me, man. What first podcast in the new year? Woo! All right, um, give uh, look into that camera there and promote your stuff, right? Okay, right. So it's good, righty. Twenty twenty three. Happy New Year, you guys. Um, next month in February, I'm gonna be at Leicester Comedy Festival with my friend Mark Nicholas. Uh, people call him Butt Plug, yeah, but don't call him that. Just plug on in to the show and laugh your butts off, okay? Where's it uh, on? Um, when? Where, when, yeah, what day? Oh, 20th of February. Okay. And also there's going to be the Blue Badge Bunch, which also Mark and Benny Shakes, who's another one you got to look for. Yeah. Um, brilliant stuff. Oh, my days. I mean, just literally... We're, we're disabled, but we're funny. Yeah, that's it. You see what I'm saying? Who says this disability is only for just quote unquote normal people? It's not normal. Exactly. <laughs> what is normal in comedy world? <laughs> Tasha, you got anything to promote? No, I've got nothing. Okay, all right. It's been good. Have it's been good, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, well done. How, how long did we do?